Thanks for listening to Embodied Astrology. My name is Renee. I'm an embodied intuitive and consulting astrologer. These free month-ahead horoscopes are my intuitive readings of the overarching themes, opportunities, and challenges for your sun and rising sign in the season ahead. In this episode, you're tuning in to the audio horoscopes for Libra season, September 22nd through October 22nd, 2021. I always suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and rising sign. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. If you prefer to read rather than listen, you can also now find written transcripts of these horoscopes on my website. Remember that astrology is a creative practice of interpretation and a symbolic language. Every astrologer has their own perspective on what the symbolism is saying. As you connect with the horoscopes I'm offering you here, please listen through the lens of your own intuition. Make the meaning that is most meaningful for you, take what works, and leave the rest. These horoscopes and transcripts are offered for free. Your donations and subscriptions support this work and sustain the people who make it happen. Check the links in the show notes to leave a tip or make a one-time donation. You can find more information about my extended content subscription in the show notes or on the website. Other ways to support this work include sharing it with your friends and networks and leaving affirmative reviews on your favorite listening platforms. Thank you so much for your support. Happy Libra season. Are you ready to take your interest in astrology to the next level? Are you interested in exploring astrology experientially and cultivating your embodied intuition? You can now pre-order my new online embodied astrology workshop series, Your Chart is a Body, an introduction to embodied chart reading where you'll learn to identify, interpret, and synthesize the three main components of an astrology chart, signs, planets, and houses, all through an embodied somatic lens. This workshop is specifically designed for body workers and healers, therapists, physical performers, dancers, actors, and others who are interested in the intersections of astrology and somatics. Intermediate and advanced astrologers will gain somatic techniques and perspectives that will help deepen and integrate their practices, while beginning astrologers will appreciate an approach to this symbolic language that leaves a majority of the math and complicated delineation rules behind and gives access to astrology through the immediate wisdom of the sensing body. The recorded class will be released after Mercury Stations Direct in mid-October. Pre-order now and receive a $25 discount through the end of Libra season. Check the show notes or embodiedastrology.com for more information. Hello Taurus, welcome to your Libra season month ahead horoscope. Libra season starts on September 22nd, 2021 and ends on October 22nd, 2021. I feel like I want to start this horoscope with just a very brief guided meditation. And depending on where you're listening, you might choose to engage with this in any number of ways. Um, But just let the images come into your body and come into your mind. And any guidance here or suggestions Uh, that you find helpful or interesting, keep coming back to them throughout the next 30 days. So first, just feel that you're breathing. Your breath is consistent throughout your life. Maybe you pause here and there. Some people, the breath stops even for a couple of moments. But as long as you're alive, you have your breath. As you breathe, feel that your body is breathing. 
to be here on this planet means that you live in a body. And this body is your longest relationship. In this lifetime, who you will relate with the most is yourself, your body, your energy. So as you breathe and you feel your body, just greet your body. Recognize that you're here. You live in this body. This breath is your companion. And then notice where you're contacting the ground. And wherever your body is in contact with the ground, try and really sense that relationship, sense the contact. And there's nothing to do in this sensing other than to just bring as much awareness as you can into the touch of your body and wherever it meets the ground. And then I'll invite you to imagine that where your body meets the ground, tiny little tendrils of roots are starting to find their way down and into the earth. And they might have to climb down uh, walls of buildings, foundations of buildings, other structures. They might have to make a long voyage to find the soil, but eventually they will. And when they find the soil, they'll do what roots do, which is to plunge deeply into the dark, rich, fertile ground. And as roots travel down into the ground, they're reaching for nutrients, they're twining and entwining around each other and rocks and other kinds of objects in the soil. And then for the next couple of breaths, as you inhale, imagine that your roots are inhaling. And as you breathe in, you can draw upon the nourishment of the earth to fill your body. And as you breathe out, you might imagine that just like a tree does, you're releasing any sugars, any energy that is excess for you back down into the ground. And some of what is excess might be very nutritious and necessary for other life forms. So you can give freely. Some of what is excess might be ready to decompose, to change forms, and the earth will help you do that. And in the decomposition and changing of forms, other life forms will be fed. So as you inhale, imagine that you can receive support and nourishment from the ground underneath you, and it will fill your whole body, it will fill your spine, your organs, your brain, your face, your limbs. And as you exhale, there's just a joyful release. You don't need to hold on to anything because what you need is here. You're going to be given what you need in the next inhalation. And there's no scarcity, no rush. You can breathe and receive and release. So just letting that image stay with you, any parts of it that you found at all interesting. If you noticed any sensations in your body, noticing them. And over the next couple of weeks, months, days, years, 
just continue to come back to this idea that you are in contact with the ground, with the earth, that you can receive support without even trying. All you have to do is breathe in. And that also you don't need to hold on. You don't need to hold on to what you don't need. And what you don't need might be an abundance. It might be sugars. It might be nutrients. It might be what somebody else needs. And you also don't need to hold on to what feels done, ready to release. And if you held it in your system, it would not serve your health or your well-being. And you can let it go. So I wanted to offer that meditation to begin this horoscope because Libra season for you is asking you to really come into your body and come into the practices that you can engage with that help you find balance and equilibrium and some extent of well-being in your body and in your being. This is such an intense time on earth, on the planet, and to be well in a world that is extremely sick um, is not possible. And there's wellness in all of us. So as we practice tuning into the wellness that is here and remembering the wellness that is here, then we can spread that wellness into ourselves. We can give that wellness into relationship. And we can also tune in with what is well in our environments and the relationships around us. Not everything is well. <laughs> There's a lot of illness. There's a lot of dis-ease in the world. But there is wellness. There is vibrancy and vitality and love and kindness and healing. And Libra season is an invitation for you to really tune into the frequencies that serve wellness in whatever way you might uh, imagine that word to mean in any moment that you imagine it. Libra season, uh, as I'm kind of tuning in with its influences, gets a little bit of an early start uh, this year with the full moon that occurs two days before Libra season begins on September 20th. This is a full moon in Pisces. Um, if you track astrology or if you keep a diary or a journal, you might just kind of glance back at September 20th, notice if there's anything notable. It feels to me like around this full moon, you get a big wave of something. And this is a big wave of feeling. It may bring a fair amount of overwhelm. There may be confusion. There may also be really interesting kinds of clarity that feel like intuition or inspiration. This wave may have a lot to do uh, either with relationships in your life or with the future, with your, with your plans, with aspirations, with dreams, and uh, what you want to move towards in a kind of broader sense of your life as you think about the ripple out of your energy or uh, what, what you want to dream towards and envision for your life as a whole. It feels like this full moon opens uh, some new kind of emotional space for you. And then as you move into Libra season, this emotional space is starting to integrate and take new forms. And one of the places where it's the most active is in relationships, relationships of all kinds. Um, 
as a human being, you are a relational being. You cannot exist here uh, without relationship. Being in breath really reminds us of this because breath is the most basic act of exchange where we inhale and we receive the exhales of um, the world around us, right? The flora's exhales become the fauna's inhales and vice versa. In particular, it feels like specific relationships might be a focal point. And these specific relationships have plenty to do with your one-on-one -on -one connections, but they also have something to do with the way that you orient towards sociality as a whole. When it comes to the one-on-one -on -one connection and how you meet others, and for this purpose, let's just say any others, any other being that you're going to uh, look at in the eye to have some kind of direct meeting with, it feels like you're awakening to something about yourself that you're bringing into relationships, that you're recognizing how you are half of the equation of any relationship. And this may be a surprise in some ways, even though this feels kind of basic as a statement. I think that it's definitely an unfolding for a lot of us to recognize how we bring ourselves into relationships in ways that are often unconscious. And it feels like this is something that you may be recognizing here, that you're bringing a certain kind of energy into your relationships and you may not have been aware of it before, or you may not have been aware of it in the way that you're becoming aware of it now. And you wanna change. You are changing. You have been changing so dynamically and so profoundly for a couple of years now, uh, if not longer than that, depending on your natal chart influences. The Taurus solar chart has been under a deep state of transformation and change, um, at least for the last four, four or five years. Now, when it comes to your relationships, it feels like you are waking up to something. You're waking up to attitudes, to belief systems, to the way that you embody yourself and how you occupy your own space. You may be waking up to new desires, new value systems, new priorities in your relationships. And this awakening is going to continue for the next several years. So no rush. <laughs> there is no um, end point coming soon or any kind of uh, final lesson that you need to absorb right now. Right now, it's just important that you're really with the process. And one way to be with the process is to have some kind of um, awareness practice or mindfulness practice. And mindfulness is one of those words that gets thrown around a lot. And so one of the ways that I think uh, of mindfulness or that I think that word can mean is when we're aware of what our minds are doing. And I don't know about you, but most of the time, I feel like I'm completely identifying with my mind. It's going off on a million directions at once. It's telling me stories. It's spinning narratives. Uh, it's giving me certain projections or perspectives or intelligence on things. And a lot of the time, my mind is not actually present with the moment that I am in, in my body. So I might be completely at peace, just sitting around in my house, drinking a cup of tea in the morning, but my mind could be 15 years in the past or 10 years in the future or in an argument with somebody across town that I actually haven't seen for a week. So to practice mindfulness, I think, is to practice tuning into the movement, the fluctuation of the mind, 
and then giving ourselves tools to hold those movements in context, in a larger, broader context. And for you right now, it is so helpful to create space around your mind and to look at the ways that you spin stories, that you get hung up on whatever it is that you're getting hung up on, the idea, the thing, the argument, the passion, the project, whatever it is, we all get hung up on stuff all of the time. But you want to focus right now. And beyond your relationships, it feels to me like you are really trying to bring yourself into a space of focus when it comes to um, the sense of path and purpose or your work in the world. And when I say work, I'm definitely talking about your labor and what it is that you want to be doing with your time, your energy, and your attention, or what it is that you must be doing with your time, energy, and attention when it comes to responsibilities or obligations. But it feels like you are really looking to align your labor, your day-to-day work, with a larger vision and ambition for what you want to be doing in the world. And this larger vision and ambition and the work that you're doing every single day needs to be resourced. You might need money. You might be figuring out right now uh, how to earn some more money, or that might be an issue on your mind. Um, In that question of bringing financial resource into your life, you may be thinking about resources in general and what it is that you want to attract, what it is that you need and desire when it comes to material, tangible uh, goods or when it comes to experiences or when it comes to relationships. But it feels like you're really in a state of development right now when it comes to how you want to be using your time and energy, what it is that you value, and how you want to apply these values, your time, energy, labor, into the world and what you want to be producing with it. Now, when it comes to your relationships, there's an interesting correlation here because there's something about the way that you're putting yourself out into relationship with others that has to do with how you put yourself out into the world and on some level also has to do with your value systems, what it is that you think you want out of your connections with other people, what it is that you think you have to give. What's valuable about you? Why do other people want to be around you? So your value systems are changing and you're recognizing that you have a different set of choices, I think, when it comes to how you relate in the world. And I think that you're starting to understand that how you relate and and the kind of energy and attention that you give relationships uh, can get refined in order to better serve your personal Uh, intentions. And when I say personal, I don't mean that they're non-relational because they definitely aren't. (laughs) But these, these intentions have to do with, again, how you're using your time and energy and this kind of larger project that you're wanting to cultivate in your life and in the world. All right, so these are the main themes for Libra season, and these themes continue throughout the 30 days. Uh, They really take the highlight and focus. And one of the planetary movements that's going to describe these themes is Mercury retrograde. Mercury has been in its shadow since September 7th. This is when it's moving direct uh, over the period of uh, uh, the duration of sky, um, where it's going to retrograde back onto. 
So on the 26th, Mercury stations retrograde, and it will travel retrograde until October 18th. So a good chunk of Libra season is full of Mercury retrograde. Mercury is a symbol for the mind, the cognition, the perception, the way that we interpret and absorb information, and then what we do with that information, the actions, the conclusions, the conversations and communications. When Mercury is retrograde, we want to reflect, and it is really important to slow down in order to reflect. And so this image of a planet uh, stationing retrograde or stationing direct, if you were to watch Mercury with a telescope, it would appear to stay stationary in the sky for several days, and then when it stations retrograde, it appears to start to go backward. And so this is a symbol that we can think about with our minds. There will be a span of time at the beginning and the end of Libra season where there's some kind of pause. You want to pause and notice what you're noticing. This is not a time to move forward. It's also not a time to move backward. There's a lot of information that's coming in and you're pausing in a question. Then uh, after the 26th, when Mercury stations retrograde, there will be about three weeks when you're in some kind of reflective period. Your mind is returning to something. It's remaining with something. You might be reimagining, revising, uh, redoing. The RE prefix is a great prefix to use with Mercury retrograde. And this is definitely a time to uh, notice any failings, um, slowdowns, any uh, kind of conflicts that arise or miscommunications that arise. Because in anything that is not moving ahead easily, there's probably some reason why we need to pause, go backward, reassess, and check it out. Also, in this time for you specifically, for Taurus and Taurus rising specifically, this is a time to really tune in with your mind and notice how your mind shapes your experience. When you get in conversations with people who are not present, when you're projecting yourself into the future, when you're ruminating on the past, what is happening with your body? What is happening to your time, your attention, your energy? If your mind is spinning circles around itself and around you, then what is happening to these projects, these life projects that you want to be working on? Probably not much. So this is a time to really reflect on the power of your mind and to use practices like meditation or somatic practices or breath practices uh, to tune in with teachers and teachings to uh, read um, uh, some kind of books, you know, or listen to podcasts or something uh, with guidance that help you tune into your mind and that help you align your mind with the intention that you have, especially around this kind of larger work in the world and your relationships. Now, the couple of days after Mercury stations retrograde from September 26th uh, until basically the beginning of October, it feels like you have a lot of mental energy and there may be a lot of stimulation coming through your relationships in those couple of days. It's not a guarantee that all Tauruses will feel like this, but several Taurus people out there may feel highly emotional during these days. Um, and, and you may cycle through kind of big expansions and big contractions. 
I want to encourage you to ride it out, to breathe, to meditate, to feel your body and try not to make any declarations or sudden decisions, but just notice what you notice and be with the process. On October 6th, there is a new moon uh, in Libra. And then for the next several days, there are a number of planetary aspects that are occurring that to me feel like new neural pathways forming synapse function, you're having aha moments. Now these aha moments, again, have a lot to do with your kind of basic or general state of bodily awareness, uh, as well as relationships. They have a lot to do with the energy that you bring into the world and how that energy cycles through into your various experiences, etc. This is also a time when you may uh, have some recognition into some deeper patterns that have to do with intimacy, with sharing, with vulnerability, and with courage. For some Taurus people out there, this is a time when your body is really asking you for attention. And there may be a lot that's happening in your body-mind um, that needs your attention and needs you to do this work of remembering ground, of remembering breath, of coming into some kind of state of balance, even if it's temporary, uh, to help you move through some deeper experience that you're going through right now that is asking you, I think, to do some transformation of some kind. After the 10th of September, uh, excuse me, of October, there's another couple of weeks where these kind of new neural pathways and uh, synapses are, are happening, and it feels a little bit rapid. Um, but during that period of time from the 10th through the 22nd, through the end of Libra season, it also feels like you're gaining more and more clarity. And this clarity feels like a direction. Uh, you are making some kind of decisions or you're preparing to make some kind of decisions for a forward trajectory in your life. This forward movement may have a lot to do with relationships. It may have a lot to do with uh, your work or your career. It may have um, something that is broader and more general that has to do with life direction. But it feels like pieces are coming together. And these pieces may have been in flux for the last several months, at least um, since the spring. And you might even think back to around your birthday, um, if you're a Taurus sun, or think back to kind of March through May of this year, and what has been kind of arising in your consciousness since then. Because it seems like what has been up in the air and maybe pieces that didn't totally make sense or they didn't make sense together are now starting to land. They're starting to find their new shapes and states. Now, part of this uh, incoming clarity is Mercury stationing direct on October 18th and then a full moon on the 20th of October. And this full moon illuminates the part of your chart that has to do with your intuition and your psychic sense, as well as your spiritual body, your spirit body. And this is one of the main reasons that I'm encouraging you to practice mindfulness, uh, contemplative practice or prayer throughout this month is because at the end of Libra season, it does feel like you are coming into a, a new state of awareness. And this feels very profound. And so if you set the space for it, if you practice, if you keep uh, asking the question and holding the space, this will help you. It will help uh, more clear answers come through. It will help direct and guide your intuition if you're already paying attention. All right. 
Um, so throughout this month, pause, slow down, take your time. Please don't rush, especially when it comes to any important decisions, um, particularly within the realms of work or uh, important relationships, really be conscious of your communications, really be conscious of the communicating that you're doing with yourself. And in general, especially because we're working with Mercury retrograde, if it is not essential for you to act, you might consider pausing and really reflecting. And I don't mean, you know, all the things that you need to do with your life, but the big stuff. And especially if you're unclear. If there's any kind of unclarity or doubt or things that just still need to be worked out, this is absolutely not a time to rush anything or push it forward before it's ready. You really want to take your time. You want to be with this process of shifting uh, values, of shifting awareness and opening up new spaces of consciousness for how you embody uh, your life and the space between you and the others around you. All right, Taurus, I'm going to leave it there for now. I hope any or all of that is helpful. If you want more astrology from me, check in with your year ahead report for 2021. That's an hour and a half long reading special for your sign where I go over the major themes, opportunities, and challenges of this year. This year is almost over somehow, and those readings are now discounted at 50%. You can find them on my website, embodiedastrology.com, where you can also find information on my extended content subscription, which gets you access to my month-ahead calendars, worksheets, and tools for learning astrology, as well as twice-a-month subscriber-only meetups where I offer workshops, creative, embodied, experiential practices to learn astrology within community and work with your own chart. You can also follow me on Instagram at Embodied Astrology, where I post regular astro updates and musings. If this work is meaningful for you, please help support and sustain it. The number one way to do that is to share it with your friends and networks, to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite listening platforms. And of course, your financial donations are so appreciated and so helpful. I'm wishing you all the best in Libra season and beyond. Bye for now. <music>